Hi there. I hope you are keeping well. I am Zia and I welcome you all to this podcast. <laughs> no, I have not changed overnight and no, I'm not being formal. I am just trying to sound a bit more professional today. This time because this episode is dedicated to one of the most important people in my life, my role model. In the previous episode, you heard me talking about how I lost my own best friend due to communication gaps. I told you my learnings, my experiences and most importantly, the importance of communication in every relationship. Let me now take you through the magic of this episode. But before we get forward with my story, let me tell you a few things about role models. A role model might not have a fancy job or immense wealth. They should just be enough to inspire someone to achieve their full potential. Having said this, I also want to point out that not every role model might have a positive impact. Some can affect your lives negatively too. So, choose wisely. On this important note, let me start with today's episode. Pooja might have made me a small-scale influencer. But before Fuja happened, I was an influencer. I have always been that person who could easily be influenced by people. Yes, I was that gullible. I needed people to tell me which flavor of lace was better, the green one or the blue one. My answer varied according to the people I was surrounded with. Can you even imagine that? Basically, I just used to go with the flow. I had almost no opinions, I made no decisions and I didn't matter to people. That is when I realized that having a role model was important. If I could not even draw a cartoon of Mickey Mouse without looking at a model, how could I figure out what to do with my life in the absence of an example? I had a lot of ideas, but I was unorganized and all over the place. but my life changed one fine day and that is where my story starts i chose my grandfather as my role model and decided that i would follow in his footsteps my grandfather was an ideal man that's how i like to believe it a non-patriarchal man who would make it a point that i would always get equal opportunities as all the boys in my class and family used to tell me stories about great women who made it big he was a deputy commissioner in the income tax department and it is through him that i learned about equality and self sufficiency in its best manner he believed in ethics and made a point that he set a perfect example in front of me i would never find him lying even if it meant risking telling me about the gourds in the soup Yeah, I hated goats like every other kid. I have already told you how he was a senior officer in the income tax department. What I didn't tell you was how corrupt some of his colleagues were. They would accept bribes and sign incomplete documents. These were small harmless things but these were technically illegal, right? My grandfather made it a point to never succumb to the pressure of such colleagues and businessmen. 
he would never accept bribes not even our favorite indian sweet kaju barfi as a diwali gift i used to think that he was kind of extreme with his not accepting bribes strategies but now that i am a grown up and i've watched my fair share of police crime and government related shows and movies i get it i mean i get why he didn't even accept one tiny box of sweets he strongly believed in family values and was a person with a sense of self respect let me take you to one of his fondest stories okay narrating his own words zia i was 13 when i decided to become a doctor I had always been intrigued by insects and animals and I gave the best first aid in my class. I got selected into the medical college I had always dreamed of. But I could not get a scholarship. I was suddenly at a crossroad. I had to choose between family and my dreams. My father said that he wouldn't take my sisters out of school if I wanted to go to medical college. He could not afford five well-educated children. I loved my sisters and I loved my dream but there was no way that I could have both See you don't get everything you want in life but if you work hard and are dedicated you get all that you deserve and much more than you need I declared that I did not wish to study further and that my sisters should get equal opportunities as me and my brothers My father agreed with a heavy heart Somewhere or the other I realized that having a doctor in the family had been his dream too. I had never seen tears in his eyes and that is when I decided that I will never let him cry again. I took up a part-time job selling wooden toys in the day and would study in the evening and at night. I slept for just 4 hours a night. You're not supposed to do that, okay? My daughter, I have saved enough. you and your education you should know about the value of hard work besides 7 hours sleep is important for good health i saved enough in a year and secured a seat in a law college after finishing my llb i got into civil services and you know how life is now there is no substitute for hard work dedication and your will to achieve he believed that one is not born with destiny They make it through knowledge and hard work. I remember how he inspired me to read. He would buy me new and pretty books every other week, illustrated books with gilded covers, books with glossy pages, or books on Naughty or Winnie the Pooh. He would also bring me fairy tales and would tell me how these things happen only in books and how I was my own fairy godmother. Of course, I was very young to understand these things, but they definitely left an impact on me. He would also tell me tales of kind kings and mighty queens. He would read me out from Vikram Betal and Akbar Birbal, the classic tales with the intelligent Birbal and brave Vikram would solve all the riddles and problems and would encourage me to think critically. I think that this is where I got my skills for analysis and critical evaluation. My grandfather he taught me how to split a word basically a big word into its syllables so that I would remember it ka pen ter I was the only 4 year old in my class who could spell a nine letter word impressive right 
I remember how he used to teach me all the subjects and didn't believe in rote learning. He would somehow and almost magically make me understand the concepts and would devise new and innovative ways to help me remember these concepts. Once my class teacher got so impressed by my work that she came home just to meet my grandpa. He would also tell me stories of brave and kind women who fought for their rights and got what they wanted in a man's world. The kid that I was back then, I used to ask with my wide eyes open grandpa, is it even possible for a woman to do? To which he would smirk and say, there's nothing a woman can't achieve here. My grandfather passed away a few years back. But even today I hear him whispering this to me in times of distress and giving me the confidence I need. I remember his wide kind smile, the smile that would make everyone love and respect him. He used to pamper me to the moon and back and that included our Friday trips to a big confectionery store for candies and chips. Many people would come and talk to him while we were on the road and would take his hands in theirs and thank him over and over. I could guess that this would embarrass my grandfather and that is why I used to change the topic. It is much later that I got to know about his kindness and how during the years of his service he had done a lot for the people who would come to ask for help. I also recall how his friends gathered in our house for a cup of tea. Every Sunday I used to call them Uncle Pass. It is through this mixed group of Uncle Pass that I got to know and believe in secular India. We would go to Khan Uncle Pass house for Sevai on Eid and to Sharma Uncle Pass for Diwali. They would all get me new books for Christmas too. Can you believe I had seven Santa Clauses while growing up? He would tell me stories of magic and would conclude it with There is no magic. There is simple science and optical illusion. He would tell me stories of invention, stories of valor, stories with morals, and all the other kinds of stories. Most of his stories were from his personal experiences. He would talk about his old house in Agra and his garden and tell me about the eight different kinds of roses he had. He had black roses and blue roses too. He would tell me. about the wonders of nature flowers trees shadows birds dogs squirrels lions rains even about the wonders of grafting <laughs> today i wonder if i wouldn't have grown up listening to such stories i wouldn't be me i wouldn't be narrating stories to you and i wouldn't have held my confident persona intact whatever i am whoever i am it is because of him Not everyone is as lucky as me to find a role model in their house. But everyone is lucky enough to find one. What would I be without him? I bet all of you have someone or the other in your life that you look up to. Why don't you call them up and share and dedicate this episode to them? And on this positive note, I would like to end this episode. I'm signing off from here but you can ping me on Fuja. I have to post a new blog there. Maybe you can pause on one of my blogs and give it a read while surfing the internet. Let me know what you think of them. And hey, don't miss me. I'll be back soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.